Welcome to Everything Energy. I'm Erica of Eden Energetics, and this is episode four, Sweet Spirit Stories. They'll leave the light on for you. So I thought it would be really fun for October to do spirit-inspired podcasts and really just to highlight the full spectrum of spirit behavior, but definitely to start with the really good stuff, the really sweet stuff, like all the ways in which the spirit world can be really fun to communicate with, all the ways in which they wanna help us. And um, yeah, I know, me personally, I've experienced the full spectrum of spirit behavior, and so there's plenty for us to talk about. But let's get started with the really sweet things. and. I would just like to say that um, I'm in an area right now where I don't have access to an office or a podcast studio, so the sound quality may not be great. There might be some outside noises that I just can't control. And when I've tried to record this before, using the flags or deleting or cutting out some of those noises, it just didn't work and was more of a frustration and a time suck and a creativity suck than it was worth. So. Apologies in advance for any noises that might be disruptive during this episode. Okay, so I wanna share several stories of random acts of kindness that my friends and family members in spirit like to do for me. The spirit world loves to help and these are just like really tiny examples, maybe oddball examples. I don't know. They're meaningful to me. So, I mean, I have so many more examples and some that would probably be better to share on here, but these are just sort of like cute and odd and they really show the specifics of how my friends and family and spirit get me and like what would be meaningful or helpful to me. So I'm going to save the whole leave the light on for you to the very end and start with one. I love that my door is creaking because that's actually going to be one that, that we talk about here in a little bit. Um, in fact, I'm going to go fix that so it doesn't keep making noise while we're doing this. Love those little noises. Those are fun noises that are going to come up in another example. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Sorry for all of that. Getting raw and unfiltered, Erica, living life in the moment. Okay. So my first example is, <laughs> this is pretty cute. I have these earrings a friend gave me as a sort of going away present, uh, just a beautiful gift. Love them, wear them all the time. They have these backs that you put on the stem so they don't fall out of your ear. They're the type that they're pretty big and long, so they wouldn't necessarily fall out of your ear, but they do wriggle up a little bit, especially as I'm active throughout the day. So I like to put the backs in so I don't lose the earrings. Pretty simple, right? Okay, well, the backs of these earrings are super tiny and they're very clear and they're soft and squishy, and so when you drop them, they bounce, and they bounce far, like miles. I remember when I dropped it, it was like a slow motion moment of like, keep your eye on the earring back, because when this thing goes, it's gonna go. And so I'm like watching it in slow motion as it drops on the tile, and it bounces hundreds of times. I'm like, don't lose sight of it, don't lose sight of it and I lost sight of it. It was on the floor, a huge tiled bathroom floor, and 
everything was such a muted natural color. And it's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to find this easily. Normally in those situations, I just use my psychic abilities and cheat a little bit to find a lost object. It's a really fun way to hone your psychic abilities and well, find a lost object. So I like doing that, but I have another tool in my toolkit and I love to ask my friends and family in spirit to find lost objects for me. It's a great way to develop trust, safety, rapport, and relationships. I mean, especially because there are certain spirits that work with us that really do just want to help us, whether we help them or not. I mean, me personally, I like to have a two-way relationship with my friends and family in spirit. I like to help them as much as they help me, and it's mutually beneficial, but there are plenty of spirits out there where they just want to help, and they want nothing in return. So... um. I dropped this earring back and I have to go. I don't have a lot of time and I'm going to be gone all day. And I just said, you know what? Hey guys, I don't ask you this a lot, but when I do, you always come through. Will you please, please, pretty please pick up this earring back and place it on the counter somewhere that's going to be easy for me to see that I'm not going to accidentally knock it back off again and lose it one more time. So I left for the day. Uh, came back late at night, totally forgot, and walked into the bathroom and it was sitting just like the prized possession that it was in this perfect little spot that I would notice where I wouldn't knock it off, where it was just presented to me like on a silver platter, like here, we picked this up for you and we placed it right here. We're so happy to uh, help you. Super cute, super sweet, super loving tiny little random act of kindness. These little gestures mean so much to me, especially when you think about, you know, sanity of quality living, of day-to-day living, of just these normal little frustrations. I get it. It's an earring back. Who cares, right? Let it go. But it was just such a fun way for me to, um, yeah, just rely on, rely on them for some support, some love excuse me, just like a really fun way for us to, um, to help each other. Silly, really silly. I wouldn't normally do that, but I was just feeling really fun and playful in that moment about this earring back. Normally for me, it would be something more serious. Like, hey guys, I'm late for a meeting. Can you help me find my keys? Um, I wouldn't just normally be like, oh, um, I've lost a back to my earring. Can you please relocate this for me? But for some reason that particular day, um, I just thought it'd be funny and sweet and helpful and they were totally game. So it was really cool and makes for a good story too. So another example is, um, well, okay. I'm going to use, I'm going to use the example of a photo and noises. We're just going to jump right into that. So my whole life I've communicated with spirits and I've gone up and down in my comfort level with them manipulating physical objects, either moving objects and I could see them moving objects or them making noises um, because sometimes those noises are startling and, um, and sometimes they're really comforting and they just fit right into the situation, but other times they, they could be a little frightening. So over my decades of living, I have gone back and forth with what I'm comfortable with. And I was going through a particular phase several years ago where I was not as comfortable with certain noises or certain object manipulations. 
And so I just said to my friends and family and spirits, like, listen, whether I'm doing this in my business or I'm just, this is a personal experience, for some reason I've gotten startled. I knew why, and I still know why. I understand why all of that happened. But at the time I was speaking with them, I was like, listen, I know you and I talk and we have an open relationship, but let's focus on my comfort level with you guys manipulating physical objects and making noises so that I get comfortable with that again. You guys are safe to me, I'm comfortable with you, we talk every day, but let's let's move our communication to physical objects and noises. Thank you for helping me get comfortable with this again because I like it and I want it to be part of my life. So I had this photo that sat by a mirror and I said to them, okay, I want you to move this photo 90 or 180 degrees. I can ask you questions and you move the photo and that will really help me get comfortable with you guys touching and moving personal objects of mine. Helping me remember and see that this is a partnership. This is us working together that, um, that it's safe, that it's comfortable and you're just like me. And so sometimes even though I objectively see spirits, um, sometimes I don't and that can make a difference for me sometimes in my comfort level and I that's pretty common for a lot of people right we don't always see spirits and so what's unseen what's unknown can be scary so um, for me having experienced this my whole life I've just gone through a lot of ups and downs with my comfort level in that and I was very intentionally wanting to get over one of my most recent humps with that fear at the time so I said, hey, let's move this photo. And then, hey, these are noises in the house that have been really bothering me. You guys are using these particular objects and it's upsetting me. I'm feeling triggered. I'm feeling fear instead of comfort, safety, connection, and relationship building. So can we please move from this particular piece of furniture to this piece of furniture or this object in the kitchen or this chime or this whatever? so that the noises that you're trying to send me to let me know that you're here um, or to communicate with me that I feel safe and comfortable with. So this is like really good boundary setting, really good relationship building stuff. And that's what they did. And I had proof of this because the person that I was living with at the time would be gone for the day. There was no way that this person was coming back in the home and so no one else was in the home so it was clear that that photo was moved by no one other than my spirit friends and family members and so i would ask them questions they would move the photo sometimes they would do it in front of me sometimes i would leave the room be gone for the day come back and the photo would be moved again no one else would have been in the home and then same with the noises I said, you know, this door off limits, this drawer, go for it. This cabinet really freaks me out. This particular, um, you know, object in the kitchen, great, use that to make noises. Knock on the wall, um, rap on the whatever. You know, it's just very clear about like, okay, this is what I like and what I don't like. This is what I'm comfortable with and not comfortable with. And that's what they did. So I would practice talking to them and instead of communicating the way we normally would, they would use the sounds that I had pre-selected as feeling safe and comfortable to me. So also a really sweet random act, or not that wasn't random, that was really intentional. 
intentional uh, relationship building and how loving and considerate and kind they were in recognizing my desire to work with them and let's do this together in a really fun and safe way. So uh, another example I have is, this is one of my favorites. I love how spirits manipulate technology. So they know I love music. They know that I get really annoyed if I've got a few bars in my head or a few lyrics or notes or something comes to me and I can't really place it, but I'm wanting to use it for my Patreon website, for one of my videos, or I'm wanting it for a playlist or I'm getting ready to do some dancing and I put a little uh, playlist together for my dancing that day, um, you know, or maybe just like, um, I'm just wanting to listen to a song just because I want to listen to a song. So I might get really annoyed because I can't think of it. And what I'll do is I'll go to my phone and I, I won't necessarily like specifically be saying like, okay, manipulate my phone right now. But the next time I happen to go to my phone, I will open it up and for some reason it will be glitchy and an app will open up straight to that song. Or I will um, click on the web browser and whatever I'm typing in, instead of coming up what I've typed in, that song will come up. Or I'll go to my photos and there's a photo that I have not taken and it's the album cover or it's some word that will trigger the artist or the song title or album or something to that effect. Um, and so that is just really, really fun to me. One time I actually had them go into my files in my phone and everything was just gone. And I thought, oh my God, everything's gone. But the one file that was left from several years ago was the answer to my question. And I thought, oh, that's wonderful, but now I have all these files that are missing. But as soon as I got out of that particular app and just sort of like got off my phone for a second when I got back on my phone, all the files were back where they were supposed to be. So this kind of stuff happens all the time and I really love it. And to me, it's not scary. I enjoy it when they manipulate my technology because they're doing it in this really fun, sweet, caring, sort of playful way. Uh, like, especially when I get annoyed or frustrated when I can't think of a song. And they're like, here, we'll just open the music app on your phone and start playing that song for you. Um, I also love it when it happens when you are thinking about a song and you go into a store or you're in a vehicle and you turn on the radio and that song comes on and just think, I just love it when that happens. You know, there's a version of that where spirits are intentionally giving you that. And there's another version of that where you are energetically quantumly entangled and you are drawing that information to you and it to you to get that information. So that's really cool. Really love that. Um, the last one, actually, I want to share one more before I talk about leaving the lights on. I was going through a tough winter, many winter storms. I'm not a winter person. I think it's fine for a week or two. It's great to experience, but I don't want to live through winter for eight months um, or four. I think I've got a very small tolerance for winter. And I was just kind of bummed and I wasn't able to see friends or get out and about. And um, I was just kind of in a bad mood and I was going through a tough time in life in general. And I was just kind of like, guys, spirit friends, family, I could use a little love. I could use a little support. 
could really use a dance party right about now, but I can't go dance with my friends right now. All of a sudden, the lights started flickering. All of the raps and taps started happening straight from a movie. Um, all these noises, all the lights. It was so amazing. It was like, we're here. My friends and family in spirit, the house spirits, the neighborhood spirits were like, you want a party? We'll give it to you. Grab your phone. Grab my phone. All of a sudden, music starts playing, all these cool songs. And I'm having a dance party with the dead. Uh, they were playing with the lights. They were making cool noises. They were just showing me that they were showing up and making noise for me and creating this really fun, playful energy. And I was able to feel it in my body. I was able to feel their loving support and their presence and that they were all there willing to show me in their own way through just clairaudiently and telepathically sending me messages, me just claircognizantly knowing and connecting with them, as well as seeing some of them objectively and clairvoyantly, um, and just loving the way that they were flickering the lights and hooping and hollering or whooping and whatever, rapping and uh, like when I say rapping, I mean like a ports where they are like making noise on the walls or shaking furniture, just like, like, yeah, 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 we're here, it's party time, let's go. It just really made me so happy. It was such a sweet and loving moment. And I was dancing around the house with a bunch of spirits. And it was one of my favorite dance parties to date. I do prefer humans and having real human interactions, but it was just such a show of love and support. So the last one, this one's super duper sweet, super loving, super caring, super protective. Most of the time, I know I'm going to be coming home after dark and I can leave the porch light on for myself, but uh, living in the jungle for the last year, or even when I was living in my van and I was living in wildlife refuges, national forests, state forests, parks, things like that, you come home late at night and it's really good to have a flashlight because one, you don't want to step on an animal and kill it. Two, perhaps there is a poisonous snake and if you startle it, you really don't want it striking you. So living in the jungle or living in these wild spaces, it's been responsible of me to have a flashlight or have the flashlight on my phone uh, or have a light, porch light. So there have been some times though where my phone's either been dead or I didn't have it on me or I forgot my headlamp or flashlight and um, the light of the moon just wasn't enough to, to get me to the front door safely. And so my friends and family and spirit will flip the light on for me or they will create some other light source. And most of the time I don't have proof of this, but there are a couple of examples where there were security cameras on the places that I was staying. And all of my neighbors said, no, we didn't do that for you. No, we weren't home. No, there was nobody even around. You know, we're in the jungle. There's no one here. Um, and the the camera footage showed that there was nothing going on. There were no other electrical surges. There was no one there. They just flipped the light on for me so that I could safely see. And I have actually had this happen before where the light isn't on before I come home, but rather as I'm walking to the door, the light gets flipped on and I can see either the spirit that's doing it or not. And I get to witness the actual act itself. And that's really cool. There 
there's something that I like to do that I've now got this idea for. Um, I'll sometimes sit around uh, with lights that are on and I like to practice playing with energy. And so I will make them flicker or I will make them turn off and on. That's when they're already on, but I've not done it when a light is off and have it turn on or light it up when it's not necessarily been plugged in or connected to an electrical source. So it might be a fun experiment for me to try turning the lights on myself. Um, I'll report back and let you know if I have any success with that. But um, so I knew for a fact in these moments, it wasn't my energy turning these lights on because I wasn't um, intentionally trying to. That's not to say there have been plenty of times where I've made lights flicker where I haven't been intentionally doing it. Um, just because my energy was frenetic and I wasn't doing a good job of grounding myself or controlling the the increased energy that I had in my system. But in these particular examples, it was very clear to me um, it was a spirit. And they would either confirm it for me verbally or visually or in some other way. Or again, like the cameras where I had proof that it just came on. And I knew that I wasn't doing that myself. So anyway, I thought these would be some fun stories to highlight how spirits can be really sweet, really kind, caring, loving, and to sort of um, take a little bit of that fear factor out because you may not see them, but you might hear them, you might experience them, and it can be scary. We might think just because they're making noise that they might be up to no good, but a lot of times they're really just doing their own thing, minding their own business, or they're trying to get our attention for fun, for good, for play, and jest, or a random act of kindness. So again, there's a full spectrum of spirit behavior, just like there's a full spectrum of human behavior, and I will get to that in later podcasts. I did even mention that in my second podcast about ancestors or certain spirits that do like to meddle or interfere that may not always be helpful. And there's always something we can do about that. There's there's always an opportunity to, um, to communicate with them, to set boundaries, and to be in our power. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. The next one I'm going to do is going to be about hauntings and residual energy. What I, while I don't specifically call them hauntings necessarily for the sake of Halloween and this podcast series, we'll call them hauntings and residual energy. And that will be a fun one to talk about. So thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. Do drop some comments either on Instagram or Spotify or wherever you find this podcast. If you have some sweet spirit stories that you would like to share with me or with the community. So thanks again. See you next time.